Welcome, my brothers and sisters, to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. You know, I'm Father Michael. Beloved of God, today we celebrate the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Now, the gospel that the church chooses for us today is taken from uh, the Gospel of Luke. It's from his 11th chapter, and it's verses 1 through 13. So let's just take a moment, let's place ourselves in the presence of God, that we might listen to what he has to say to us in his word today. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us and do not subject us to the final test. And he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within the house, do not bother me. The door has already been locked and my children and I are already in bed. I cannot get up, get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give him the loaves because their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish? or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg. If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that a great gospel? Especially when we at the God Minute are all about prayer. 
Well, let me tell you this story. There was a priest uh, who was on his very first cruise on a ship. He was so excited. But while they were on the cruise, the waters were rough and there seemed to be a, a genuine panic all around because things were in crisis. So he decided to go to the bridge and speak to the captain to see if he could be of any help. Just then, he heard the captain ask, does anyone know how to pray? The priest responded confidently, confidently why, yes, captain, I, I'm a priest. I know how to pray. The captain replied, oh, father, you pray then. Everyone else will wear a life jacket. We're short, just one. <laughs> that would be my luck. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. I love that story. You know, in the gospel today, the disciples asked Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. I can't tell you the number of times that I've heard that statement from other people where they've just said to me, Father, teach me how to pray. What, how do I pray? What do I say? So perhaps it's, under, it's important for us to understand first what we mean by prayer. So prayer is any formal or informal words addressed to God. Now, for many of us, prayer can also be directed to our Blessed Mother, the saints, the martyrs, and any of the holy men and women who have gone before us who join in the communion of saints. Most of the time when we pray to our Blessed Mother or to the other holy ones, we are petitioning them to intercede for us before the Lord. You know, it's kind of like having a support system for what we need or what we want or what we want to see changed to support us in our petition. So when people say, oh, you guys pray to, you know, idols and saints and yeah, but not, not like you think. We're not worshiping them. We're asking for their intercessions. You see, prayer reflects the conscious relationship of each person who prays to God whether in a liturgical worship setting, meditation, or individual prayer. The Catechism of the Catholic Church defines prayer this way. It says, prayer is the raising of one's heart and mind to God, whether done mentally, vocally, individually, collectively, privately, or publicly. Prayer acknowledges the presence of God in our lives, and it deepens our relationship with God as we seek to know, love, and serve the Lord. It's an important communication tool. You know, every time we decide to pray along with the God Minute, we're opening ourselves up to a relationship with God. We are willing to hear God speak to us through Anthony or Father Brian or Sister Carol or Javier or Justin or Sister Kara or Lauren or Father Mulhern or Peggy or Father Ron or even lowly me. Prayer is not putting coins 
into a vending machine, pulling the handle and calling on God to get whatever we wish for. And I think sometimes people think that. We must not look upon God as some sort of magician or genie who grants all of our requests. Jesus tells us today that God is our loving Father who knows what to give, when to give, and how to give. Now, this includes all the things we need to succeed in this life to prepare us for the next life. C.S. Lewis once said, prayer doesn't change God, it changes me. And William McGill summed it up in this way. He said, the value of persistent prayer is not that God will hear us, but that we will finally hear God. It's pretty great, right? Keep in mind that Jesus has taught us to address God as a father, a loving father who listens to his children and provides what is needed, including discipline, right? Bishop Sheehan once said this, the man who thinks only of himself says prayers of petition. He who thinks of his neighbor says prayers of intercession. He who thinks only of loving and serving God says prayers of abandonment to God and to God's will. And that is the prayer of saints. I love all those quotes because all of them support this notion of prayer, of communication. To pray is not to impose our will on God, but to ask God to make us open to his will. In other words, we pray not to change God's mind, but for God to change ours. Prayer invites and intimacy with God into our lives because we come to know God as he wants to be known by us. The Lord is inviting us into a love relationship with him that will last for all eternity. A love relationship that will change our lives for the better. Ask and receive, seek and find, knock and the door will be open. And the one who's opening that door, my brothers and sisters, is inviting you in. So I ask you, will you accept his invitation? Will you allow the Lord to let you in and accept his hospitality? You know, the most fruitful, honest, loving, and refreshing conversation you will ever have, you will find in prayer. Think about that the next time you're going to pick up the phone and gossip. <laughs> May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, before we close today, would you indulge me for a minute? I want to give a shout out to my nephew David and his new wife, Maddie. They were just married yesterday in a beautiful, beautiful celebration, and I'm very proud of them. Please keep them in your prayers as they begin their vowed life together in faith. They are a wonderful, wonderful couple. And of course, as always, 
do take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow.